Blog Talk Radio. What's up, 
Blog Talk Radio is show with your girl, your favorite therapist, Dr. Kimberly Thomas. Welcome. Come on in. Uh, we're ready to get started here. Let me check in with my favorite producers. How are you all doing? I'm doing well. I'm good. I'm good. How about yourself? I, I'm okay. I'm okay. Uh, this weather is a little tricky. Uh, can, <laughs> these I, days. Can, can I say this? The weather is bipolar? Is that, no. I can't say that. No. It's the weather, though. Because if, if we... If we listen to the newscaster, they tell us what to expect. But they ain't right. <laughs> <laughs> they, they ain't right. This is this, this okay. is the weather right. that that will get you uh, ill. Is it? Are you the one to get the flu vaccine? And I've never got the flu vaccine. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I'm. I'm not. Uh, I don't believe that the weather. I don't. I'm. I am of the. I believe the science, as they like to say. So I don't believe the weather gets you sick. It's the it's the germs. It's the germs. The, the lack of care. Yeah, that it's, it's, have. it's the germs that get you sick, not the weather. <laughs> that the, I mean, these are. I mean, you know, that's what medical doctors say. That is, I agree with that. Yeah. And I guess the weather correlates seeing that we don't adjust well to taking care of ourselves, right? And here we are slipping with our immune system. These and, are facts. These are facts. You know, there we go, touching everything. And, and and touching and not agreeing, right? All of that. How are you, Latanya? <laughs> are you staying germ free? Yes, I am. He's <laughs> from infections. He. Oh, sorry. oh my goodness! <laughs> Did you feel that song in your shana now? Yeah, it was down in me. <laughs> Welcome, y'all. You're listening in live to the Healthy Show Soul Talk Show with She's your girl. My shana, nah. <laughs> <laughs> what another song? Okay, with your mind. girl, your favorite therapist. Listen, let's get right into it because um, we have a lot to cover. We're talking about domestic violence awareness this month, and we know that that's also breast cancer awareness. And so, I think this is just the season to be more conscious, educate ourselves. And, um, you know, one of the things I like to zone in on is wellness. And so um, we always kick off the top of the show with spiritual connect point. And I know that this, this topic or this word has come up before, um, but I, I was just sitting with it mm-hmm. um, when I sent it because Right now, it's so powerful, and mm. I wonder if people even know how jealousy manifests, mm. you know, how that looks and what it feels like, and when it's a, a feeling, right, that, that goes too far, you know, um, and so, so the spiritual connect point is how jealousy ascends. Mm-hmm. You know, we always, uh, well, let me just talk about me. You know, growing up, 
um, in the church. And, you know, there, there were there were scriptures that were often quoted that had that list of sin, mm-hmm. if you will. And, you know, that was the word, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, fornication, idolatry, right? Adultery, jealousy, envy. And each of those deserve a platform to say, how is it a sin? Mm-hmm. Right? Well, in essence, how does this make one dangerous, not just to someone else, but for for themselves? Mm-hmm. And and so I began to, to, like, really think about that. And I found a few scriptures here, but I definitely wanted to, to, to put this question out there because I feel like um, – we still give it a light definition mm. when we talk about jealousy and um, it's more than just, I want what you have or, or um, I, I'm, I'm upset with you because you have something that I don't, or I have to work harder, right. Mm-hmm. And getting something that I see you have. And so some of the scriptures that I found was Proverbs 14 and 30, a heart of peace gives life to the body, but envy rots the bone. Mm. Right. Okay. Mark seven twenty one to twenty two, four from within, out of the heart of men, fornication, thefts, murders, adulteries, deeds of coveting and wickedness, as well as deceit, uh, sensuality, envy, slander, pride, and foolishness. Mm-hmm. Job five and two, surely resentment destroys the fool, and jealousy kills the simple. Mm. And. I tagged it there because I know I know we can go on and on, right? Mm-hmm. With with reference to this, but what's dangerous about jealousy when it's a heart matter and it turns to behaviors, mm-hmm. right? That 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 falls under the realm of sin. You know, I think that there's a manifestation stage, right? That okay. can start. I know it starts internally, but it, sometimes jealousy ramps up. If that makes sense. So it starts mm-hmm. out, I can be making fun of you, right? I can be judging you. And then it ramps up. Now I got to have what you have. So now I'm coming after you, right? Physically, mm-hmm. Aggressively. Uh, um, and so I feel like um, that's, that's the dangerous part of it. When, you know, as Christians and we say we want to live right, we want to treat our neighbors right. We want to even treat ourselves right, right? That's part of this Christian walk. Um it's it's the manifestation, right? Do you mm-hmm. feel like we really, really understand how jealousy can manifest itself and the behaviors of that sin, right? I feel like we don't talk about the behaviors of jealousy that that uh, gives context to why jealousy is a sin. Mm. Mm. So that's why I was left at with that. Is how how do we talk more about this dangerous? emotion right that is sinful in nature i i um that's an interesting point when i saw your 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 message um about how is jealousy a sin i instantly um for me i I reverted back to the the original um ten commandments Mm. uh where it says thou shalt not cover thy neighbor's house covet 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 uh, covet covetedness is a synonym, a a biblical synonym for um, uh, jealousy. Okay. Uh, meaning meaning you know it's a similar similar word to it, 
And when it says that uh, you shall not covet your neighbor's house or his wife, his male or female servant, his ox or his donkey or anything that belongs to your neighbor. Mm-hmm. So, so that's the sin uh, because you want something that your neighbor has. Yeah. Right. Meaning yeah. you want what you physically want what they have. Not I want to be what they have. Yeah. I want your house. I want your husband. I want your wife. I want your car. I want your, that's the, um, that's the mindset of that particular, um, particular point. How it becomes a sin, uh, is if you look at it from the standpoint of, um, uh, it becomes a sin when it instantly goes against what God is or the very nature of God. Okay. Jealousy is sinful when it leads us to rebel against God okay. and it calls and, and, and grieves him. So it, you, you, and because it's domestic, domestic violence month, I thought about it this way. Um, a lot of times when you hear about stalkers, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there's two kinds. There is the, I'm just, I'm just going to name two. I'm going to say more than two, I'm sure. But there's the ones who stalk because they feel like they have, they have a relationship with you, even though they don't know you. But then there are the ones who stalk because they want your life. Wow. They want to be where you are. Yeah. And, 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 and that's why they be, and that's when you end up um, uh, 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 creating these, these, creating this paradigm where you want to be in the other person's shoes. Yes. So whether yes. you're fostering jealousy uh, towards someone else or, or, or provoking God to feel jealous mm. by going astray. Or by worshiping something else, worshiping your job, your car, your family, okay, doing those things. That's when sin enters. Okay, that's when sin enters, and 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 you can go all the way back to the, to 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 the to, to the beginning when the Bible tells us uh, that that um, was it, I believe it's Paul that says is it Paul? No, John. John says I beheld Satan fall um, from the from the sky. Well, that was because Satan got jealous of mm. of of God. He wanted mm. he wanted the praise that the angels were giving God. Got it. He wanted he wow. wanted to be so he was like if I'm the one doing all this and doing all that you know that we often equate it to to, to the music ministry in the church. Well, the people come to see me. They in the way. I still Tanya's favorite line. Ain't nobody came to see you, Otis. <laughs> That's how Satan felt. <laughs> like he's the temptation. Like he was David Ruffin, yeah, yeah. and he felt like I'm bigger than the, I'm bigger than the group. Yes. And it just felt like I'm bigger than God. So that's where jealousy uh, takes hold. And, and, and people then um, uh, force themselves into um, bad situations without thinking them out because I'm so, I'm so, um, I'm so enthralled with envy. Mm-hmm. It's the other word, envy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm so caught up in the envy of you uh, that I cannot, uh, I can't see anything else. I'll give you one more scripture. James 3 and 14. Okay. All right. It says, uh, read two versions. It's uh, King James says, but if ye have bitter envying and strife in your heart, glory not and lie not against the truth. The yes. message Bible says it like this. Um, uh, it's the way you live, not the way you talk that counts. Mean spirited right. ambition isn't wisdom. Boasting that you are wise isn't wisdom. Twisting the truth to make yourself sound wise isn't wisdom. So, so we, uh, we, we have to be careful. Uh, and, and it's one thing to say, man, I wish I had that. That's not jealousy. Right. Man, I wish I could get my stuff like that. That's not jealousy. 
Right. Like, man, like Tanya, can you do this? How come we can't do this? Yeah. That's not jealousy yeah. because jealousy yeah. is when you say, I can't go forward till mine look like theirs. By any means necessary. Yeah. And I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna sabotage you because I can't get mine together. Yeah. Yeah. That that that's when the jealousy kicks in. And it, it happens in relationships. Right? Absolutely. And I think we look at that word neighbor, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> yeah. If yeah. you're somebody like me once upon a time, I took that as my next door neighbor. Your next door neighbor. Right? <laughs> but it, it, it's anybody. Your fellow man, right? Yeah. Your fellow yeah. you know, individual that's in your life, your space, no matter what the kinship is, that 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 principle, right, mm-hmm. still applies. Mm-hmm. You know, so so I, I that's why I say the, the talking about of it, right? The talking about it is what's most important because some of us don't get it until we're in it and it's detrimental. Right. Right? It, right. And, and I believe we can get in front of this if we help people understand how jealousy manifests itself. Mm-hmm. Right? There's certain behaviors that can ramp up to. Right? That ultimately when you say, you know, um, your job becoming your, your idol. Right. Mm. That's because you're more after possessions and, you know, you, you, you're, you're seeking something mm-hmm. that's taking the place of your worship. Ah, that's good. Right. That's and, good. and now it's inevitable, but when we say by any means necessary, you begin to do things, not just, uh, um, according to scripture, but sometimes we break the law. Sometimes we become more, um, dishonest, right. In our yeah. presentation, we're not as caring. We're we not cut as corners. Loving. Yeah. <laughs> We'll, we'll we'll cut corners to, yeah. to try to get yeah. there because I want to be equal to yes. or or yes. we or we sacrifice yes. things that we should not sacrifice so I can be you know yes. as the song said who wants to be like the Joneses yeah yeah yes. we'll we'll do things to and and you know we we you know we we'll forego paying something so I can mm-hmm. look like the people so the, mm-hmm. like the other people look right yeah and here comes the frustration mm-hmm. the, the the friction. Uh, the the damaged relationship, mm-hmm. all of that, right, mm-hmm. uh, uh, comes after that, and so yeah. I, I feel like you know that's where it's inner, right? This is a you're you're, you're examining your heart mm-hmm. and how you act, right? Because I know that that what you said just a moment ago, because I say I want something somebody has, that we automatically say don't be jealous, and it's like no, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that mm-hmm. may be a goal, right? That could have already been in me. But I think we need to learn the true definition of what jealousy is and how it's a manifestation. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's a manifestation uh, of something within you that causes you to act and behave a certain way that impacts other people in yourself. And that can really destroy um, you and another person. All right. Mm-hmm. So I hope that, that that's that the start of people examining their heart. Right that heart that leads to the life of jealousy, Mm -hmm. right? People can live in a life of jealousy and unresolved issues, right? That cause them to be jealous. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we're talking about this thing, right? We're talking about um, domestic violence and abusive relationships. And we're highlighting intimate partner violence this month. 
Um, so I definitely wanted to make sure we were relevant in what we're talking about. Welcome everybody who's who's joined us. You're tuning in live to the Healthy Soul Talk Show. Uh, just talking here about how jealousy is a sin, and so. Um, uh, we hope that that's a continued conversation, right, that you have mm-hmm. in, in your spaces. And so as we move along here, we have our Did You Know Fact. And, and this month we're focused on presenting facts about domestic violence here. And, and I have a statistic here that relates to fatalities because today we're going to talk about when love turns fatal. Um, the Did You Know Fact is 72% of all murder-suicides involve an intimate partner. Mm. 94% of the victims of these murder suicides are female. Right? Oh, the victim. The victim. Mm-hmm. The victim, right? Murder suicide. The murder is the female at 94%. And I thought about that for, for a long time now. We just zoned in on um, the nuts and bolts about how we can uh, assess. Mm-hmm. What ramps up to um, a person losing their life out of a relationship gone bad? And I, I wanted to present this evening. Um, I, I found this interesting presentation that was put together by the, Dr. Jane Smith. Um, she focused on uh, femicide, right, which is the uh, basically uh, the way a, a large number of females are losing their life mm-hmm. um, across across the world. And she focused in on intimate partner violence, and they put together this, this amazing concept of eight, eight stages, right? Eight stages that we can examine that gives you insight into um, the end result of a fatal, fatal right, a fatality in an intimate relationship. And so they used a couple of examples in their presentation. And I want to go through these eight stages um, because somebody right now may be experiencing this. Mm -hmm. And we'll need to examine where they are to see uh, what their next steps are. And so this conversation, I like to have it because sometimes we don't break down where in a relationship, it can be, again, manifesting and growing to this level of a consequence, which is a person losing their life. So the first stage here, the first stage here that they talk about is looking at a person's pre-relationship history, Mm. pre-relationship history. And again, you know, these are, this dialogue is to, um, provide education is to provide information and hope that you go back and further explore and dive into uh, what I'm saying. And so we look at warning signs from pre-relationship history and you all, you know, join in here with me if if you feel like uh, this matters. So it says here it matters uh, as it relates to pre-relationship history. If the person has a history, specifically a criminal record that includes um, domestic violence or stalking or threats, right? When you think about that, I know traditionally we may not ask a person if they have a criminal background. I was about to, <laughs> I didn't want to interrupt you. because Go I ahead, was, go ahead. No, because that's a, 
even if they don't have a criminal background, right? It, it, it doesn't mean it, they just haven't been caught. Yes. Or nobody's yes. pressed charges. Yes. And it's hard to get a hundred percent factual information about a previous relationship. Okay. I can I can go with that. So yeah. so yeah. How do you know what you're getting? Mm. Yeah, like okay. are they, I mean, it's it's kind of okay. like, do we know the the correct questions to ask? And what it's to all look about the, for, right? Yeah, exactly. Right. And and I I hear um, some people say I don't want to know about I don't want to know anything about their past relationships. Remember, meaning the conversation, right? We mm-hmm. we tend to shun. If, if if I'm dating someone and they begin to talk about an interaction with their ex, mm-hmm. right, or something from the past that involves an ex, we like I uh, now don't talk about that. You know, you with me now, and it's like no, no, no. You you may want to listen, mm-hmm. right, because they may give you insight into some friction. They may give you insight into wh- how the person you're dating handled being rejected or or denied or you know whatever the circumstance is you may want to start listening Mm -hmm. when they share with you things that they have done or things that did bother them when they were with their ex-partners and then that's a great question because it's not like you can you ask that 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 have you been arrested have you ever done this have you ever done that Mm -hmm. yeah they're going to present their best they're not going to be forthcoming this is why you have to have further conversation in this natural form and Mm -hmm. allow them to walk through that door of let me tell you about some instances Mm. right we in order because that's the natural way of speaking Mm -hmm. right if if we're having a conversation then let's just say we we have we're talking about a, a world event that's going on and they they start sharing with you yeah you know me and my ex used to talk about this all the time and i, I, I don't want to hear that no you may want to listen because they may tell you the escalation of an argument and what happened mm-hmm. right when, when we had this particular dialogue mm-hmm. it helps to watch how they even speak of their exes mm-hmm. he or she was crazy they were always doing this. They were always doing that. I always had to do this. I always had to do that. Listening, right, mm-hmm. also gives you the history of how they were in those past relationships. Yeah. Does that make sense? If you have to have it in its natural form. We have to be good listeners. We have to ask or, or um, get rid of that concept. You know, I don't want to hear anything about your past because what you did back then is back then. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to, you know, quote unquote, see the new you. Sometimes there's some stuff that's that's still there. Mm. Right. There's some stuff that's still there. It says you want to the warning signs of some of these pre-relationship uh, histories are allegations, even if they're telling you about an allegation. Mm-hmm. And they may say they didn't, you know, they were wrong. And um, I went through all this stuff with this last person and they were always accusing me, it becomes they were right. It Mm -hmm. it was all, it's always them. That's still giving you insight into the dynamics of that previous relationship. Mm -hmm. Right. And is the person controlling? Do they have previous arrests Mm -hmm. or even violence in general? Right. Um, Their inability to accept the challenge, meaning do you have, do you, do they get upset when you say, hey, I don't agree with what you said, right? And so um, they're very confrontational. They have a history of being coercive, 
Mm-hmm. Right. I always had to talk, you know, my, my, my partner into, and I'm saying partner because I want to stay neutral. Right. But just thinking about listening to the past functioning of your partner can give you insight into whether or not there's some warning signs you need to pay attention to. Okay. Right. That we need to pay attention to. So it does matter. Previous relationship history does matter. You ever, you ever dated, uh, uh, not recently. Um, <laughs> Go ahead. Somebody, and you you didn't do what you normally do as far as asking questions or even, you know, having certain types of conversation, and they did something to totally throw you off like, oh, wait, I, I didn't know you were like that, right? I didn't know you, you could curse I, like that, or I didn't know you could go off, right, on people like that. I've never been that. I've always been the the... I need to check some stuff out. Really? Type person. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that, that doesn't mean I, I still wasn't surprised about some stuff, but it was never anything yeah. like, like, oh, like, oh, hell no. You know, like, nothing like that. But yeah, I've always been the one to, 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 to check it out. Yeah. To check some stuff out yeah. ahead of time because I, you know, it's, it's, yeah, you want, you want to know that, that, that the person is not completely, um, yeah. Do you think that's fair though to to especially living in today's um energy, right? How we see relationships and we're moving really fast mm-hmm. in the dating mm-hmm. uh, the dating stage. Mm-hmm. History does should history matter when it comes to getting to know someone which includes their temper, right? Which includes how they've handled a conflict even on the job, how they handle uh, uh, you know, in their families with with certain kinships, right? Should that matter? Should that be discussed? It it, it matters to the point of it matters to the point of um, for for the the general things. Mm-hmm. We have to be careful because you're right. In this day and age, in this day and age, uh. uh in this in this day and age, you have people who, you know, would rather see you not happy mm-hmm. than, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Would you? I'd, I'd rather see you not happy than. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna say some stuff about you, uh, ah. even if it's an issue where, yeah, where you you know that's it's a dead issue from way back when. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm gonna bring this up just okay. to just to throw a monkey wrench. Okay, got it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Stage number two. Stage number two. Early relationship warning signs. Early relationship, right? And, and she tagged along with this uh, early commitment demand. And again, we're just we're just putting this out here uh, for discussion, looking at in the early stages of getting to know someone, uh, uh, they found that some of the warning signs with the fatalities that they researched or that was a part of their study, early cohabitation, early pregnancy, Mm -hmm. early declarations of love using possessive languages, your mind would be together forever, right? Were part of the early stages of a relationship as warning signs they led to uh, some of these fatalities. The push for early commitment, uh, jealous 
at the early stage, meaning within that first one to three months, resist attempts to slow down or end the relationship. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, the examples that they gave uh, that they used in this particular presentation where one young lady, um, uh, the guy had not even met her uh, like face to face before he was pushing her to commit to a commitment mm. and to describe him as her boyfriend. Mm. Meaning, you know, we use a lot of dating apps now and I, I've seen this shift just in, you know, the work that I do, the dating apps, we can text for like months or weeks before we actually see each other, but it gets really serious. Right. It gets the conversation really gets into before we actually meet face to face, go for dinner, go for coffee. There is a talk about establishing the status of this relationship. Mm-hmm. I, I, and I don't know, you know, I'm still processing that myself in terms of is that counted when you use a dating app to get to know someone and you're texting and now you're talking about are we an item are we in a committed relationship and we haven't even met yet mm-hmm. face to face and they were saying some of the early warning signs with this particular young lady was this this gentleman was pushing her to commitment and said he was a boyfriend before they actually met in person mm-hmm. right uh, the other case that they studied indicated that the partner became obsessive very quickly Right. And he was seeking a commitment from her um, and making her declare that she loved him. Mm. Mm. Think about that. Like you have all, all via text. <laughs> well, well, this is the second case where okay. uh, they, they, they are meeting. Right. They have met. But he became there. He became obsessive. Right. Very quickly and, and was making her say mm-hmm. how much she loved him. Mm-hmm. And making her say like he's the only one for her, right? That commitment that's going on uh, that he wants from her. And so when you think about and, and I'm not here to say when a relationship status should change, but some of the warning signs in the early stages of getting to know each other is, is this person making you say that you love them, right? And you don't even know their favorite color. Mm-hmm. You haven't even met their family. They haven't met your family. You haven't dated or or been out on enough dates, right? To 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 evolve this this feeling of love, and they're asking or they're telling you mm-hmm. to make this declaration. They're mm-hmm. telling you uh, we we should move in together. And I've I've seen some instances where two people will live in their separate apartments. Their lease will be coming up to renew, mm-hmm. and somehow, some way, we got to talking, and we decided that we should move in together because because both of our leases were coming up, mm. and that that talk of well, you know, do you love me, or or wouldn't it be easier if we moved in together that way we don't have to do this, 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 and this? Is that coercion? <laughs> That's what it sounds like. You know what I'm saying? Really That's definitely what it about, sounds like. Right? Is there such thing as moving in, quote unquote, too soon with someone? It can be. 
It can you can. And I mean, I, I know you know we we have that. You're not married, but no, no. A reality, but that, let's let's right? deal with let's deal let's deal let's deal with the reality. Let's deal with the reality. It 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 can easily be a situation where it can easily be a situation where uh, you you're in this the the person says. Uh, I want to move forward, but I'm not gonna move forward unless you do this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now mm-hmm. you're 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 skipping some steps yes. that you would normally yes. take in order to appease yes. the other person. Yes. Yes. And we're, we're talking about these warning signs because we're talking about power and control, mm-hmm. right? We're talking about uh, uh, it, it's gonna wrap up to what happens when you try to leave. Mm-hmm. Right, the early stages, the the warning signs, the the dialogue, the pushing of mm-hmm. their own agenda, and you don't have a safe self. Right? E- imagine, I can imagine what some of this dialogue with with these two ladies when they said, "Okay, I'm not there yet," and they push you to say, "Yes, you are." Mm-hmm. Now tell me you love me. Hmm. Right? Tell me you love me right now. Right? Mm-hmm. And that you're committed, that I'm the only one, and you're never leaving me. This is the early stage of the relationship. And I know that, that, that we had this, this idea, uh, we know that statistically that um, to some that meant, oh, you must love me as intense as you, you're saying that I must love you, right? And love doesn't hurt, right? You don't have to force someone to tell you that they love you. Right. Mm-hmm. That, that's the whole thing is, is is if you have someone who has to force you mm-hmm. to just say the words, I love you, mm-hmm. that is a warning sign. Absolutely. Red flag. Mm-hmm. Right. And, 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 and we're just, again, we're just talking about this because we're talking about the stages of right. We talk about uh, uh, when love turns fatal, um, it, it, it doesn't just happen suddenly. Right, there's a history mm-hmm. to when love turns fatal. Absolutely. Right, there's a history to it. Okay, so let's let's keep going here. Let's keep going here. Stage three, right? Stage three, relationship behaviors, and and, and the researchers coined this as risk markers. Mm-hmm. Right, and still dealing with the relationship. So we talked about the early stages. These are some things that's happening. There, there's this agenda. To to uh, early cohabitation, early pregnancy, early you know uh, uh, signs that telling you that I'm committed to you. So we still here with coercive control, stalking, sexual aggressive aggression, mm-hmm. uh, even threats to suicide or kill. Mm. And what I mean by that is, you know, now we're in this relationship and you're feeling uncomfortable and you're saying, I don't know if this is working for me, and that partner says, if you leave me, I'm going to kill myself. Mm. Right? I'm going to kill myself. And so, you know, I, I, I think about that because most people who care and have compassion, right, for someone who says that they won't leave them. Matter of fact, it's like, okay, what can I do to help you? Just tell me what to do. Right? Just tell me what to do. Um, and they continue that throughout the relationship. They enforce routines on the victim or the victim's family, 
right? They threaten pets and children, have a quick temper, and may have a drug or alcohol problem. And in these cases that they studied, they said that um, one of the gentlemen, one of the guys controlled not only their partner's time, but also some of their friend's time. Like told the friends when they could come over mm-hmm. and, and be with, with, be with uh, this young lady, right? Uh, very possessive. Everywhere you go, I go. And I don't know, that, that right there, I think we kind of take, um, take lightly mm-hmm. um, in terms of how much time is too much time to spend with a partner? How much time is too much time? How much time is too much time to spend with a partner? That's a loaded question. <laughs> because people will say, people will say, if you're dating or if you're married. Because ah, if you're okay. married, is there an option? <laughs> See how I access it. So, 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 um, I guess. Okay, we can go there. We can go. Okay. Every moment you have to spend together, mm-hmm. right? So, uh um everywhere you go, I go. So, so if you're going somewhere after work, I have to meet you there. Mm-hmm. Um on the weekends, pretty much if you're going out with your friends, we need to make it couples, right? I just think about how there's no individuality. Oh, there's you, no, you, your individualism yeah. is you you no longer get to be yeah. Right. Yeah, there's no there's no you anymore. It's just us. Right. And I mean everywhere to mm-hmm. okay, I gotta go pick up the kids, right? I'll be right back to no, I'm going with you. Right? Mm-hmm. Or 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 like I said, a quick run to the store. Okay, hold on, I'm going with you. Mm-hmm. Right? That's that that very it's very possessive. Everywhere mm-hmm. together. But some that some of that is 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 is, is uh, insecurity, and then the other may be, and that insecurity may be, uh, some of it may be insecurity, yes. could be trauma, mm. Mm. Uh, mm. where I'm not, I'm not, um, you have a history mm-hmm. when you're not around me. So, because of your you history. You think I have a history. Or, or are we saying that something has happened in a relationship? It depends. So it could be two different scenarios. Okay. It could be. It right. could be. It could be in my previous relationship. Yes. I've yes. experienced this trauma. Right. So I believe right. I need to make myself present all the time. Right. Or in my relationship, in my dealings with you, I have experienced said trauma. Okay. And so I need to be. Every time you go somewhere, I need to be there too. So that, that it, it could okay. it, it could work either way. Yes. Yes. And the warning signs, obviously, there's a behavior, there's a level of functioning mm-hmm. in this stage of the relationship. Can you imagine someone uh, uh, Someone shared with me recently that um, quite frequently in a past relationship, every time they came out of work, their partner was waiting in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Wow. It was like, come on, let's go to dinner. That's tough. Right? That's tough. And, and you know, it... it Obviously, it's a very uncomfortable position because you're like, "Yeah, got glad to see you, but I didn't know you were coming, right?" Yeah, at some point, it's yeah, at some point, it's overkill. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And then there, therein lies the conversation. Okay, how much longer are you going to do this? I need you to stop. 
right? Mm-hmm. Therein lies the tough conversation where things begin to heat up and escalate, right? And, and imagine now you're threatening, right? And I don't take this lightly at all. Threatening pets is very significant. Threatening pets. Pets. <laughs> threatening okay. pets. Okay. And, and I mean that in the sense of, we know, those who have pets, have relationship with their pets, and they know you love your pets. You take care of your pets. So the, the, the idea is that I'm going to hurt something that's near and dear to you just to show you how serious I am about you staying with me. Mm-hmm. Right? So, so, so whether it's, a, you know, a, a turtle or a dog, right, you threatening to harm or kill my pet is very significant. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's the principle, it's the energy that's coming behind that. The, the true. Because message. if you'll do that to my, if you, because yes. if you're willing to do that to an animal, yes. a living thing, yes. what, what's your next step? Yes. What's your next step? And, and even threats to children. Yeah, because right? that, cause that's, cause that's the, that's the, that is the next step. Mm-hmm. Because if I don't have any pets, then what? Right. Right. Threatened close family members. Right. 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 And, and this is all relevant because, again, you get, one is getting a glimpse into this may not just be words. Mm-hmm. Right. These may not be idle threats. Mm-hmm. Right. Because if you can have those words come out of your mouth, I need not to underestimate mm. whether or not you're likely to carry that out. Right. And so even when you talk about jealousy, there's, there's a constant accusation. There's a constant, you know, uh, um, you out there doing life without me. How could you? Mm. OK. And, and, and looking at quick temper, I, I think we, we often say we, know, we need to know what a quick temper is. Um, quick temper means that if this person only loses their cool with you, they have a quick temper. Mm-hmm. Right. Because. Sometimes we, we, we don't, we don't, that's, that's a hard observation to make to say, wow, I noticed you only go off on me. You, you short fuse with me. Right. But Mm -hmm. I don't see you doing that, you know, out and about, and I'm not going to label out and about. (laughs) Right. Because most times we're blaming ourselves. The, The person is blaming themselves for the other person being short fused. When really it's it's a sign, it's a warning sign that they are trying to maintain a certain level of power and control. And if they don't have that power and control, yes, here comes the aggressiveness. Here comes the, you know, throwing things or cursing or, you know, what whatever it is they feel they need intimidation practices and mm-hmm. tactics, right? To say you you need to get in place, you need to stay in this position that I want you in. All right. So so those are the, the relationship behaviors. And this this doesn't have a, a specified amount of time on it. Mm-hmm. Right. We often hear relationships have been functioning for one, two, three, four, five, ten years mm. like this, mm. like this. And that person may say, the victim is saying, okay, I'm just tired. I'm, I'm wearing down. I'm tired of living like this. I'm losing things. And they're not caring about me. And now things are happening to where they're, they're questioning, can they stay like this? Mm. But yes, they've been at this, quite frankly, for some years. And now they want out. Okay. Next stage here says potential 
homicide trigger, right? Potential homicide triggers. These are warning signs. So now here we are in this relationship, and there there talks about ending it. Um, there 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 are thoughts about uh, separation, right? The the person is saying, "Hey, I think we need a little space." Um, uh, you know, they threaten separation, and so the other person doesn't accept that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they tell you, "I'm not trying to hear that. We're not we're not breaking up." Right. The only reason why you want to leave is because you got somebody else waiting. Mm. Right. You have somebody else waiting. Okay. And so these are things to think about when yeah. you talk about. Comment. You got comment. comment. All right. Here we go. Let me go over here. Mm. I am about to mess up this name. But Oifi. I was gonna say Aofi. Aofi, we got we'll get it right. Uh, they say it's really important to discuss family domestic abuse. Absolutely, absolutely. And I, I hope to 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 broaden that up um, more. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. More conversation because uh, domestic abuse, from the family perspective, mm-hmm. involves many different kinships, right? But it's definitely very important to talk about also the intimate, the partner violence. Um, yeah, so I hope we can keep, keep, you know, with this discussion. Thank you so much for your comment and, and joining in with us here. Keep, keep it coming. Keep it coming. Um, so another trigger here is them begging you to stay with them. Reverend? I think that's uh, the what, what what's your definition of begging to stay? I think that's together. where we <laughs> <laughs> I think that's where the um that's where the the commitment part comes in to you're you're somebody wants to be with you, you don't have to, you don't have to beg them to stay. Mm-hmm. Nor do you have to manipulate them to stay. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think the the issue comes up when if you leave, this is going to happen to you or to me. I'm going to do this to yes. like don't worry about me. Yeah, it's, it's, it's that that language. Yes, that that language. Yes, is a around the back way of saying something else. Mm. It it leaves the door open for the person. Anybody who actually cares about you won't walk away from that situation because of the way you worded the statement. Yes. Yes. So when you make statements like, um, uh, don't worry about if I'm not, if I don't answer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because now in your head, you think, and then especially if you've had some prior conversations. Yeah. That, that you instantly go back to, or if there is a history or a pattern. Yes. So it's yes. like, oh, Lord, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Because now there is a, now, now it's not about love, it's about concern. Yeah. So because, yes. you, because, you, right. because you, right. you, you've thrown out the trigger words. Yes. And, and, and somebody who's listening and knows you doesn't ignore that. Yeah. Whether they stay or not. Mm-hmm. Right? And so you have mm-hmm. to be careful because people play that, 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 that game. 
And and because you can say those words to the right person, that person be like, you know what? Nine one one, I believe they're gonna hurt themselves. Yeah. Yeah. We just had an and argument. It, it, it even goes to that extent though. Yeah. Because now it's oh now I know I got you to say. Right? Yeah. Now now you know if you yeah. if you're doing this for me, right? Mm-hmm. Then I know you're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it, it even goes to the extent, you know, when they talk about, uh, when I think about the concept of begging, that's thrown in there too. Like, okay, you still going to walk away and I'm here begging you to stay with me. You ought to be happy, right? Somebody begging you to stay, you know, with them. And it just, it, 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 it has this domino effect, mm-hmm. right? But it's not the begging that, okay, I, I, I'm going to get it together. I'm going to make change. It's the begging, you know, you're not going anywhere. And this is a manipulation tactic. Mm-hmm. Right, because this is this is my last effort, right, of trying to get you to stay. Uh, one one of the situations that they were talking about with the young lady, uh, the the guy went as far to contact the parents of this young lady with reasons why they shouldn't break up. Mm-hmm. Right, so we can see here when it talks about a potential homicide is like, now I'm reaching out to other folks to say, okay, you know, we shouldn't be doing this. And that underlying message there is, I'm not going to let this happen. Mm-hmm. Right. Because now I'm letting other people know what's going on, but what, how I uh, disagree, the strong disagreement that I have with this. Mm-hmm. And so just, just thinking about the escalation of it, it also goes on to say here, some of the uh, potential right? Trigger uh, one aside for homicide is mental health starts to deteriorate mm-hmm. in the offender or the victim, right? And, and so obviously either one, if there's an escalation for mental health issue in the offender, then we have more uh, uh, rage, right? We have more, uh, as they say, seeing red, we have more going on in the body that, that says, okay, now I must turn it up a notch. And when I think about that from a victim standpoint, if the victim starts to have mental health issues, Mm -hmm. they're no longer able to keep up with the demands Mm. that's being placed on them in this relationship. Mm -hmm. Right? So now I have to leave. Now I just can't do this. I'm breaking down. I'm, I'm overwhelmed. I'm having panic attacks. I have to go. So there is no, there's no more talk about what can I do. I'm trying to get up out of this because my body is shutting down. Mm. Right? My body is shutting down. Mm-hmm. And you don't see that. You just want what you want when you want it. Okay? Um, and so even it says here, event which prompts retaliation or revenge on a victim. Mm-hmm. So now we get to where they 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 begin to act out, right? Uh, uh, sometimes this involves you know damage to property, right? Sometimes this is I, I've known situations where uh, um, the aggressors call the job of the victim mm-hmm. like relentlessly, and they actually get reprimanded, right? And in in those are potential trigger signs because now it's like not only can they not wait until you get off work, they're trying to disrupt your life, your livelihood. It's getting heated. It's getting hot. Now I'm going to intentionally destroy everything in your life. Mm -hmm. And if I don't see it happening on your job, 
Oh wait, they haven't fired you yet. Oh wait, you 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 still making money? You don't you not asking me? You don't need me for anything? There is this what's next? Mm-hmm. Right? What's next? Because my attempts to get your attention or my attempts to make you come back to me is not working. Right? Not working. Bankruptcy or financial ruin. Mm-hmm. I've known situations where they they ruin credit. Mm. Well, yeah, absolutely. Right. And I mean, I'm like, how? Right. But to think about that, if you've been in a relationship for a prolonged period of time, they have everything about you. Yeah. Right. And, and there you we go. Credit, reputation, mm-hmm. uh, get people fired. Yes. From jobs. Yes. Yeah. Any Anything that can disrupt your, if I can't be with you, then I'm going to make sure that any and everything that you, that you care about. Yes. That I can put my fingertips on. Right. I'm going to ruin. Yes. That's the that's that's the mindset. And we have to talk. As I do these things, I know you're gonna have a confrontation. Right. Because every time I do it, it's gonna force you to mm-hmm. reach out to me. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then if you don't reach out to me, I'm gonna do the next big thing. Yes. And yes. the next big thing. Yes. So so triggers, right? Mm-hmm. Triggers that okay. Uh. uh Something has happened to keep conflict, confrontation, because I'm not getting what I want. I'm escalating things, right? And, and, and so that's the warning signs. And now we get to the, the next stage of escalation, right? Escalation. Mm-hmm. And these particular warning signs uh, where we, we intensify how they're stalking. Mm-hmm. Showing up late at night, trying to get into your house. I've known these situations, mm. right? Um, showing up in unexpected places. I think about technology now. Mm-hmm. I think we got into this last week where mm-hmm. you can put, um, what do you call those? Trackers Tracking. on phones. Mm-hmm. I, I, situations where they put trackers on your car. Mm-hmm. Some right. you know, some you don't even know it. Yes, yeah, for real, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. Good, they, it's happening. They have the, I mean, it was in the in the, in the novelty stores, but these are real devices. Yes. And and now they yes. are they are as simple yes. as um you know it could be the 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 charging port. Yeah, I bought you this charging port for your phone to put in the car. Oh wow. And the charging port has a tracker on it. Come on. Or I, wow. yeah, or I bought you this this um wow. this thing and this has a tracker on it. Your Fitbit has a tracker on it. You can track Ooh. your Fitbit. You can? Yeah. Yeah, if wow. I buy if I if I buy you the Fitbit, huh? And then set the Fitbit up for you. Yeah. And turn the GPS on for you. On the Fitbit. On the Fitbit. And then now I can see your miles and I can show you like, ooh, let me show you how to see your miles. You ain't thinking about the fact mm. that I can see where you at. Wow. But now that I'm, you know, checking your miles, I can also see, well, you know, what you're doing all the way over here. Or over there. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you if it's just like it's just like you know the time said last week you know she cuts the the iPads and stuff off but it's just like if you are if you are the you know most family households are on one plan yes so the the owner of said plan has access to every device okay to every device okay okay but that's in a normal that's in a normal relationship yeah. But when yeah. you go out of the way to 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 
to do some extra stuff. You know, I know you're going to cut your phone off, so I'm going to put this on the car. You know, and then I'm going to put this, or, I'm gonna, or, I'm gonna, or, you know, you got so much crap in your purse, I'm going to drop this little thing in your purse. Mm. So they come on pins. Oh, yeah, you're going to pay for it. I am learning. You're going to pay for it, but they come on pens. They look at this, and it's a regular good pen. Huh. Right? And it's like, here you go. You know, and then, you know, and and, and, and it just sits there, and, you know, the battery will last for about three, four days. So, you know, it don't take you nothing. And then all you do is wait for that person to go in, the, whether you put it in a briefcase, if it's a dude, or if you put it in a purse. You know, at some point, she going to the bathroom, get it out, wow. recharge it. Yeah. You know, all of that. Is camp, you know, the, 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 it's one thing to have security cameras in the house. Mm-hmm. There's another thing to have cameras in the house that don't, that the people who live in the house don't know where the cameras are. Correct. Yeah. Right. You yeah. come in here, you know where the camera is. Yeah. She hates this camera in here. That's why she covers it up every time she come in here. <laughs> but it's in here for a purpose. Yeah. It ain't here to hear her spy on you. It's in here so that we see who coming in and out the door. But, but if you had cameras uh-huh. that, you know, even, even at home, like, you know, the cameras, you've seen the commercials for ADT. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Ring. Ring mm-hmm. has indoor cameras for your house. Mm-hmm. You know, if the kids get home, and if you, if, you know, if, if your kids get to be 13, 14 years old, and you, you, you're, they get home before you get home from work, you want to make sure that they, that your okay. house is secure. Yeah. You know, there shouldn't be any moving in your house if ain't nobody home. And I think where it turns, not as you mentioned cameras, mm-hmm. there was someone who, uh, their partner would do spot checks. And, mm. You know, sometimes cameras go down, and I'm yep. saying that, you know, right? The camera system was down, mm-hmm. and they flew home <laughs> to see what their partner was doing, and went completely off, right? Mm-hmm. As to why did you turn the cameras off? Ooh, that sounds familiar. Right, <laughs> and it wasn't the concern of did somebody come in, like right. uh, are you why, okay? Why are the cameras off? It, <laughs> Let's move on, shall we? Uh, good evening, Felicia. Uh, <laughs> Felicia said, well, praise the Lord. What time the show started? Get 5.30. <laughs> uh, she says, absolutely. I always check to see where my husband is on my location on his way home so he could stop and give you something to eat. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> That's the excuse you're using, huh? <laughs> uh, yeah. I like that excuse, though. <laughs> It is true. That's good to know. It is true. It is true. That's good to know. Um, but yeah, so so those early warning signs, right? The mm-hmm. stalking, right, becomes more severe, more serious. Um, the you know, I think about private space, mm. right? Getting in your face, uh, um, grabbing you. Right now, it's become more aggressive, both physically, emotionally, even financially. Now that they can start closing out accounts. They can start, you know, if there was the, the uh, arrangement where they give you money, they mm-hmm. can stop doing that. Um, they can start hanging around uh, outside of other family members' home where mm-hmm. you visit. Mm-hmm. All right. They can start text, texting you endlessly, threats of violence. I mean, you know, that, that language becomes stronger with, I can't live without you. If I can't have you, no one can. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So that, that, that escalation is okay, this is where my head space is. This is the space that I'm in and I'm showing you now, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's concerning behaviors that become more serious and more severe. Mm-hmm. 
okay, more concerning behaviors. And so that's that escalated, the escalated stalking. Uh, they may be trying to hack your email, your Facebook, your social media pages. You not, like we talked about the tracking software, mm-hmm. leaving gifts. Right. Mm-hmm. All the time. Now it's OK. Now. Now they're showing you that they're they're uh, close. Does that make sense? So when you you bring gifts. Mm-hmm. Right. That means you are close at any point in time. Mm-hmm. Sending, you know, flowers. Right. That's they're close. They're mm-hmm. on your I like to say they're on your trail because they're showing you, OK, I'm ramping up. Right. Mm-hmm. This, this is not uh, uh, an attempt to. um Again, rectify change or I'm working on me. This is I want your attention and I want it now and I'm not getting it and this is this is where I'm going with it. Mm. This is where I'm going with it, okay? Um, next stage here is change in thinking. All right? Change in thinking warning sign. This this is where um uh, when the victim tends to stop responding. Mhm. Okay. Um where there's la- the last attempt at reconciliation takes place. Right? And so now they may go from begging to crying. Mhm. Right? The force of the the now we we're no longer looking outside your window, we're knocking on your window. Mm. We we're disturbing mm-hmm. you, right? Mm-hmm. We're we're trying to get your attention. All right. Uh, um, so so it, they become more um, when we talk about suicide ideation. Now it becomes uh, uh, more homicide talk. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, I'm not going to live without you. Now, you may say, is he talking about are they talking about themselves or the other person? This is where both. Right. Both of these concepts, suicide and homicide, could be a factor here. Mm hmm. They're not taking care of themselves, right? So they, they're no longer working. How do we know? Because they're, too, they're following you, mm-hmm. right? They, 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 they are leaving things on your doorsteps. They're across the street on your house every night, mm. right? So, so not only is their mental health declining, their physical health begins to de- deteriorate. You may even listen. I've heard some instances where now when you contact me, you're intoxicated. Mm. Right. And I can't even say which drug of choice it is, but understanding that's an escalation. That's a change in thinking. That's a warning sign to now I got to try to cope. And now I've involved some more substance. Do you see the question? Question. Question. Do some women like domestic violence? I've seen some experiences where they are the aggressors. Shocking. Okay. So two part question there Mm -hmm. like that. Do some women, we talked about this last week, right? Um, Do women say because they like it? Uh, no, it is it, to stay alive, mm. right? It is to, um, and I'm saying this in the sense of the severity of the domestic violence, where where I know that the chances of me leaving is going to involve losing my life or something happening to my kids. You've already, you know, been financially abusive, so so I I can't see leaving. Right. And, mm-hmm. and when we say, well, why do victims stay? Why do victims stay? The thought of leaving is just as detrimental mm. as if they stay. And, and in some cases, they actually have nowhere to go. Right. 
if if I'm here by myself, meaning you know no family here, uh, sometimes partners talk talk their partners into moving away, mm-hmm. literally like to another state or mm-hmm. far away, you know, in the state that they're in, and that that's also a form of power and control to to isolate you, not just in those relationships but in demographics. Mm-hmm. So a lot goes through a, a woman's mind when they say, okay, it's, it's not not necessarily the question of do they like it, is how do they actually see themselves leaving? Mm-hmm. And if they can't answer that question, then it's almost like they, they, they work on themselves to deal with and cope through the abuse, mm-hmm. only that it gets worse. Right. And yes, I agree that there are some women aggressors out there. We actually provide services for both men and women in these programs. And, you know, we know that statistically um, it could be where, where, you know, again, a belief system. Some of them have been in past abusive relationship. Now they're like, okay, the next relationship I get in, you're not going to do me like this. I'm ready to roll up my sleeves and we just going to go for it. Right. So I feel like when women are the aggressors, the history of how they got to being in the position of maintaining power and control is relevant because it gives us greater insight into their particular mindset. So I feel like that that study is growing, but we know that, um, you know, some women are aggressors from previous relationships and, you know, some are fighting back. So now we see where now she's fighting back. You know, the man has taken, you know, a more subtle Mm-hmm. approach to the relationship mm-hmm. as I'm speaking of I know a woman who likes to fight the guy mm. yeah 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 and I imagine what verbal and emotional abuse that comes with that right while, while they're fighting they're very very uh very sad situation um with that because most men don't leave either Right. Mm-hmm. It, it's the same question we can ask, you know, with that. Um, why do men stay in relationships where they're being physically, physically abused in in a sense that, um, you know, they're being severely, severely harmed as well. Yep. So changing thinking. Right. Those warning signs, those warning signs that that really talk about. Uh, even to the extent of calling the police in this particular stage of escalation, sometimes the police do reach out to um, um, the aggressor to say, hey, you know, we don't want to have to arrest you. You know, we, we're warning you. And that means nothing to them. Mm-hmm. Right. That means nothing to them. OK. And so uh, um, and and. Sometimes we 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 think about the headspace of this escalation, particularly with the aggressor. Um, what gets them to that point where they they can, they have no regard for being told to stay away, even by authority? Mm-hmm. That's that's how. That, can you see how that's a warning mm-hmm. sign when they mm-hmm. totally disregard even that call being made by a detective, right, or a, a law enforcement? You know, they called out. They disregard it. They, they did, clearly they disregard orders of protection mm-hmm. because we oftentimes when we hear, uh, particularly the circumstances that make the news, we hear about a history of police records being called and there was an order of protection and that piece of paper, uh, unfortunately, sometimes does not matter to to the aggressor. Mm-hmm. 
All right. Felicia says it happens every week at a property she owns. She hits him and he keeps coming back. Mm. Yeah. Wow. I think about that as well, Felicia, you know, keep coming back. I don't know what his circumstance is, right? Um, If he has somewhere to go, right? A a lot can go into that. I think about the same concept for the women. You know, what what would he be losing if he left? Hmm. Can he see, you know, making it on his own right now? Does he have the support to leave? Is his, you know, is his family pushing him to stay in that relationship? It's not that bad. That happens as well, right? Where we have friends, family, close people, uh, people close to us trying to tell us it's not that bad and, you know, we should go and try to work it out. All right. So, so the escalation, right, is serious, stalking, persistency, um, change in thinking happens here with that, that, that notch of, okay, uh, I'm at this place, right? I'm ignoring warning signs. Um, and the victim is not responding. Right. Mm-hmm. That's important here. Right. A change in thinking happens typically when the victim stops responding or there's a new relationship that the victim is in. <clears throat> right. Mm-hmm. Or they're seeing someone they're dating. Change in thinking happen and there's more escalation that occurs. Uh, stage seven here says planning. Right. Planning. What does that mean? Mm. They start taking photos of places you are. One of the the cases that they study, this particular gentleman was taking photos of the back of this young lady's house. Watching the house and movements of people coming in and out. Right? Escalation of stalking. Okay, Uh, uh, they begin to tell people of plans and continue to make threats. We they also found in their search of this that there were many internet searches, right, about intimate partner violence and you know ways to do that. They start buying weapons Mm -hmm. or other types of tools to incapacitate the victim. You know, and we see that, you know, more heinous crimes where uh, uh, when there's a disposal of bodies, right, they often can go to a computer or a device and find a, an Internet search of the how-to. Okay, so so stage seven is the planning one inside. And, you know, I think about everybody, uh, there are many people desiring to get the uh, um the Ford cars, the conceal and carry. Mm. I often listen to that, you know, when, when it's uh, turbulence in a relationship and it, and it kind of comes out of the blue, right? <laughs> like, you know what I was thinking about the other day going to, you know, mm-hmm. a Ford card and conceal and carry. And it's like, well, what brought that on? Right. Are you feeling unsafe? You know, are you feeling unsafe? But well, we know that there are other ways that um, murder-suicides are carried out. But the planning, right, mm-hmm. listening to, uh, looking at the emails, they become more of a, as they say here, a menace, right, where, where now they're calling multiple people in your family. Have you seen him or her, mm-hmm. right? Uh, uh, are they there? Can I come over? 
or, or trying to build relationships with other family members just to get closer to you. Again, suicidal threats become more uh, um, definitive. So, so I know of a, a circumstance where the person said, "I'm I'm about to shoot myself." Mm. Right. So we went from, "Hey, I can't live without you." You know, I don't want to be here anymore. To no, now I'm about to shoot myself right now. What do you? What basically? What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? Mm-hmm. Right. And so I think about, you know, some of the murder-suicides and how uh, if most likely they weren't together, what was, what was that thing right before that happened that brought them together at that very moment? Mm-hmm. You know, what coercive tactic was used, right? What, what, what was the emergency mm-hmm. that got, got them together? Or... I, in some instances, especially in Chicago, where, where they knew where the person lived, they just barged right in, mm-hmm. right? There was no regard for, okay, I'm walking in this building, and I am going to get you. I am breaking down this door, and I'm getting you and me, because that that's the breaking point. That was the uh, um, uh, mental, right? The mental breakdown that happened at that moment was, now I'm just going to go do it. Mm-hmm. Alicia says here, this behavior is surrounding uh, that missing girl, Gabby. They say her her husband killed her. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Fatalities in relationships, right? When you say love that turns fatal, um, it's not an instant thing. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's a manifestation, right? A manifestation. It's a progression of a progression of something. Yeah, progression of something. Mm-hmm. And then this last stage here, we have the homicide, right? Mm-hmm. The homicide suicide, okay? And, and what this looks like is um, if it's a homicide, a clear confession, right? I did it. I couldn't live without her, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not, I, she, she was not going to be with anybody else. There are many people serving time right now for, quote, unquote, this crime of passion, right? Mm-hmm. Especially if, 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 if they are in one of their episodes of stalking and they see you with another person, they actually come prepared, mm-hmm. right? Because they planned it, and, and it, 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 they were waiting for that moment of any minute now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm ready to take this particular action. It, it, it says here that um, with one of the cases they were studying, the, the guy broke into her home to kill her. Mm. The other case um, that they mentioned while they were doing this presentation was the guy went to her place of work and shot her and then himself. Wow. And, and we pretty much, I think about Mercy Hospital. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you remember, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the doctor and, and this guy who, who, and he unfortunately he took other lives as well. Um, you know, I think about that. You know, um, where, where the homicide turns to to suicide, um, but sometimes there's just a homicide, and uh, you know, it, it it's made to look certain ways, right? Some some look like um, homicides made to look like 
the suicide where they did it together, mm-hmm. right? Um, some homicides are made to look like an accident. You know, I, I, I know I know a family right now who um, was told that their loved one carried out suicide, and they absolutely know mm. that she didn't. Wow. But the way mm-hmm. that it happened was she took a bunch of pills. But they they know of this abusive relationship. They know, right, that that there was some serious turbulence and they were trying to get her away. And, and you know, it, it it was that type of relationship. And just one day, mm-hmm. he called wow. to say, right, that she, she carried out suicide because she took a bunch of pills. Right? How? How? how right? That 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 void, that anger that this family has to say. We know that on her own, mm-hmm. she didn't just take a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. Right? Sometimes children are targeted in the homicides. Right? Sometimes children are used as collateral. Right? Uh, um, for this, and and sometimes children witness the homicide. Mm-hmm. When I first got into the field, um, you know, I was I was I was out training, and there, there was someone who was sharing. She was an adult, well into her thirties, mm-hmm. and she shared that when she was three years old, she hid in the closet because her father was uh, killing her mother. Mm. So she she hid in the closet, right? And and she heard and has had to live with that, mm-hmm. right, for her entire life. Wow. Right? And there's sometimes where, where homicide is is committed and the um, perpetrator blames the victim that they were yeah. self-defense or they yeah. were provoked, mm-hmm. right? They were provoked in some way. Yeah, she was she she yeah. she she verbally said something mm-hmm. that that made me feel threatened. Mhm. Mhm. Or or she, you know, can get creative, right? They grabbed something or or she, you know, looked like mm-hmm. she was about to. Right? Using using their words against them, right? When they when they were fighting back trying to leave the relationship and so now you twisted twisted this thing to say that you you were uh in self-defense yeah because that's their way of just that that's the just because they that's their that's the justification that led them to the act yes that's what they told themselves yes yes all the way through the process yes yeah that's that's the story that they that they sold themselves Mm -hmm. was that i'm doing this because because yeah i'm doing this because you, you, you. Oh, that, but that's what the abuser says too, though. You're making me do this. Mhm. Mhm. You know, you're, 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 you're making me do this. Yeah. Yeah. And I wanted to talk about this because it's something that we kind of we're shy, right? We're shy about getting into the details about what does a f- fatal relationship. What is, what is the what are the dynamics mm. right of a fatal relationship? Mm-hmm. What are the dynamics 
Because when you think about prevention, intervention, and, and one being able to um, understand what is happening here and where this relationship has the potential to go, mm-hmm. right? They're better informed. Uh, uh, I'm not saying, hey, it's going to, you know, turn this thing around and you'll just walk away, you know, with no issues. But we have to begin to have this dialogue about what does a fatal relationship, we, all, we, we talk about abusive relationships. Mm-hmm. We talk about that all day long. But what actually are the dynamics of a fatal relationship yeah we don't we don't the the topic is i mean there's there's probably not even enough time in the you know to i'm not into my today's show i'm talking about period to go through the the ins and outs of how do we get even get to that point right um because you you spoke about the murder suicide thing you know it's like you know i you know I'm I don't want to live without you mm-hmm. and I'm not and I refuse to let you live without me. Yes. So in order yes. for this to happen, I need to get take you out and then so I don't so and so that I don't have to deal with the emotion of you not being around. I am then going to take myself out. Yes. Yes. Or the whole household. Yes. Yes. Because I don't want I, yeah. Yeah, uh, whoever's there at who, the time, right? Right, whoever's right. there at the time, and, and, and I know that um, media and, and social media, these these outlets really report more of uh, domestic right fatalities, which now includes brothers, sisters, mothers, right? Mm-hmm. Fathers have been shot, mm-hmm. right, yeah. at the yeah. home, and it, it's heart wrenching. Yeah, absolutely. Because this is this is how real this is when someone can't take the dissolvement of a relationship. Mm-hmm. Right? This this is how serious this is that in their mind, by any means necessary, I'm going to get what I want, or someone will suffer. Mm-hmm. Someone will suffer. You know, and it, I think we, we like to compare a lot was this person mentally ill as in that they have a disorder, mm-hmm. right? And and that's unfair because we don't want to label mental illnesses as they, they produce homicide, mm. right? Homicidal tendencies, mm-hmm. right? But we have to think about the brain can very rarely go into a psychotic episodes. And I mean that in the sense of when a person reaches a breaking point, they don't need to be diagnosed with anything. Mm. They, they have a mental break, just like our physical body breaks down. The brain also goes into rage. The, your brain sends you into rage. It signals. Felicia says, I dealt with a stalker relationship once, and I, now, I know now that I missed the signs of overly protective and attention. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, 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 so I hope that, you know, us talking about this is not just uh, an internal assessment, but looking at people um, in your space, in your world, people you live with, right? Mm-hmm. Your, your family members you work with or that you're close with mm-hmm. um, to say, hey, you know, let's educate each other, right? Let's, let's, let's open the lines of communication. Um, um, and, and, you know, next week we're going to, get into accountability and what that looks like to say, you know, 
can someone change, right? Do we do we have to get to homicide and suicide, right? Mm-hmm. Fatal, fatal relationships. Right? Yeah. Can what, what can we redeem? do before we get to that point? Yeah. 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 And it's okay because at this point, uh, part of what what we discover as human nature that that we do things to each other. Mm. Right, that that causes serious devastation, serious pain, serious hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, but are we willing to get in front of it more? Right? Mm-hmm. Are we willing to teach our kids how to date, how to treat their partners? Are we willing to break some of these generational cycles? Mm-hmm. Right, that our our kids are picking up on that that hurt us in the past, but we're not we're not stopping or we're not saying anything, knowing that they're doing what we did. Right. When, mm-hmm. when when they were watching us, when they were growing up, they were watching you. Mm-hmm. So now you're watching them treat their partners the same way. Right. We're watching it over and over and over again. Right. And the accessibility of weapons, the accessibility of, you know, uh, um, I don't care if I hurt you. Right. Because this is how deep my love goes for you. Mm-hmm. OK. So 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 I hope that this has opened up some conversation. I hope that. You know, this is this is a uh, a thought, right, on on our minds as we think about how, right, how um, love, right, can turn fatal threats, physical violence, escalation, right, uh, um, you know, interactions with your family, the lack of interaction with your family, heck, them saying it, mm-hmm. right, take them at their word never feel like there's not a possibility that they wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't do that. They're just talking. There's always a possibility, right? There's always a possibility. Okay. All right. Thank you all for tuning in. Um, we're going to go another week, right? Next week we're talking about accountability um, in the process of change. Is there help? Is there such a thing as help mm. for an aggressor? Right. That's what we're going to dive into. Um, Again, thank you all for tuning in. Thank you, Felicia. Hope to see you next week. (laughs) And thank you for those uh, tuning in on Block Talk Radio and those on Facebook incognito. Uh, (laughs) Right. Sneak watching. That's what I call them. Sneak watching. I hope you you, um, got something from it. And I will see you next week. Enjoy the rest of your evening um, and stay safe. Yeah, you're. Um... No, let me turn the mic back on. Go ahead, go ahead. Go. Got it.